you're tuned in to the Neo Academy podcast. My name's Mark and welcome to another episode of Neo Ideas, weekly insights from the world of education. Can EdTech really save us all? Achieving the UN Sustainable Development Goals depends largely on SDG 4, quality education. The transformative skills, perspectives, behaviours and unsiloed knowledge that will help us address the challenges of sustainable development, well, they won't just appear from thin air. SDG 4, however, also rests largely on one thing, technology. Technology will provide access to the education we need for a climate resilient future in a circular economy. But technology is not just one amorphous blob that can be nudged in the direction we want to go, but rather a complex web where the sharing economy comes up against competitive interests, return on investment against glaring global inequality, public, private, innovation against adoption and scalability. Compelling research has given us the discourses of delay, the reasons people give to avoid doing something substantial about climate change. One of these discourses is techno-optimism, the idea that technology will save us all and we should just put our faith in it. Job done. In the case of education, however, this might actually be the reality. The UNESCO GEM report. The Global Education Monitoring Report, or GEM, is so futuristic that it's called GEM 2023, even though we're still hanging out in 2022. It examines three systemic conditions for the success of EdTech in supporting the achievement of SDG 4, which are access to technology, government regulation, and teacher preparation. Each of these will be of keen interest to progressive and socially responsible education institutions in broadening access, future-proofing delivery against the changing regulatory environment, and building staff capacity to cope with the quick pace of technological change. Perhaps cope is the wrong word, for it gives an impression of trying to keep our head above water when we can actually swim quite comfortably. Embracing technology and learning is no longer a nice to have. The BBC put it succinctly in their article entitled, Why Digital Literacy is Now a Workplace Non-Negotiable, as this skill is now as core to our functioning as members of society as literacy and numeracy are. Without access to the digital world and the basic skills to navigate it, those who are a step behind in the global equity gap will only become further excluded. Those who express reluctance to embrace technology for the simple access to learning it can provide at the very bare minimum are doing a clear disservice to global attempts at dismantling barriers to social and economic participation. The techno-skeptics have a point. Despite the point we just made, it's not all plain and simple. Those in education institutions who have reservations about the dominance of ed tech companies in the direction of learning approaches, who ban smartphones in class and rely on time-tested approaches. As we were once told at a Barcelona conference in 2015, where we raised the point that lectures should not be the dominant mode of learning in higher education, quote, maybe we've done it this way for a thousand years because it really works, end quote. Somewhere in there is a good point, if deeply buried. Fear of change is a luxury we can't allow in making decisions that critically impact their survival on this planet. But there are questions to be answered. Who created this tech and why? When an ed tech approach, device or product fails to produce real evidence of mass impact, 
Is it because we lack the capacity to maximize its potential or because it simply doesn't work? To what extent does the self-interest of the creator affect the design and accessibility of the product? How does the issue of consent stand up to new facial recognition tech? And what ethical codes govern the creation of AI? The truth is that regulation is slow in development because the tech is developing so quickly and research tends to vary wildly between the different contexts. This fuels the argument that we are not just ready to massively adopt technology in education on the scale that sustainable development requires. What technology can do in education? Well, this is it, isn't it? Though questions about regulation must be answered and soon, there are several things we are already sure about. Technology can broaden access, MOOCs, online courses at institutions, immersive metaverse learning, asynchronous classes, personalized adaptive approaches, and access to remote populations are all things that tech can bring. High quality content, collaborative learning across the globe, knowledge sharing and the resources to support complex problem solving are all available at the touch of a button. How does that compare with the time-tested approaches that, let us be blunt and honest, have only been available to those who can afford it? As technology advances and disperses access throughout the world, it creates new jobs, new roles, new ideas. In our world of education, marketing and recruitment alone, the changes from one generation to another are huge, with a generation of metaverse natives coming into our institutions in just a few years, looking to us to meet them where they are, rather than where we were. From new soft skills in a digital environment to hard skills like coding and development, there's a whole new world open to anyone who has the keys. So what next? GEM 2023 asks the big questions. And okay, the real report is coming out in 2023, and the paper that we're citing is just a concept note. But here are the questions it seeks to answer. What do we know about the role of technology in addressing each of the education challenges identified with respect to access, equity and inclusion, quality, tech development and system management? What do we know about the potential negative impacts of technology on education challenges in each of these areas? How do countries facilitate access to technology to ensure there are no gaps between different learners and schools? How do education systems embed the use of technology through reforming curricula, redesigning learning materials and supporting teachers? And lastly, how can the negative consequences of the use of technology be addressed in education and in the way they impact education? We'll be watching out for the results of this report next year. It's time to get really serious about all of this. Institutions, please add your voices to this call for collaboration. We're no longer discussing whether learners should be allowed smartphones in class or whether we should be obliged to use Google Classroom. The role of education is to prepare learners for the future, to help create healthy, sustainable and thriving communities. This challenge is bigger than our fear of change, so let's get involved and meet the challenge together. Thank you.